Hey, love and freaks, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box, and you'll see a link that will take you to our link tree, and you can find all our social media there, like Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. And all that jazz. Yeah. Well, it's almost Christmas. We've got another week. Mm-hmm. So. I'm so excited. Yeah. Even though it's hot as five hells here in Mississippi. Yep. Um, it's currently 7 o'clock at night and it's 66 degrees. Where are you guys from? Is it cold where you're at? Probably. Unless you're in the south. Then it's not. Was the high 80 today? Mm, I think it was like 75, oh, 76. Yeah. But it felt like it was like 100. It was it hot. Is. It was it's really, really hot. hot. Um, so yeah, it's great. <clears throat> um, if you're not from the south, if you're from a different country, you might also be in the heat if you're like... I don't know. We have some people from, I think we have some from, oh yeah, Australia. I'm trying to think of other warm places. Um, Brazil. (laughs) Yeah, Brazil. Um, Yeah, so anyways. But it's almost Christmas. Next weekend, we should have, um, we should have one for you. We're going to try to do one on Christmas Eve, upload it, and then we're going to try to upload one on New Year's Eve. If we don't... If don't. we don't. If we don't. <laughs> if we don't, then, um, you know, obviously it's because we got too busy with family and things yeah. like that. But, yeah, we'll try our best. All right. So, today's case, if you saw the title, then you know what we're going to be talking about. Maybe. You may not. If you never heard of this one. Um, if you've ever seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose, it's a really good movie. This is what that movie was based off of. This is the case of Annalise. Excuse me. This is the case of Annalise Mitchell. Um, And she. So she. Spoiler alert, obviously, if you've seen the movie. um, She does pass away from an exorcism. And we're going to kind of talk about it. This won't be a very long one because there's not a whole lot about it. But this was a very um, controversial case because. Some people think that she suffered from mental illness, and some people think that she obviously was possessed by demons, so. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the movie. Is it an older movie? Like, what kind um, of... That's a good question. So, I, believe, I think it's 2005, 2004, somewhere in there, but mm-hmm. um, is when the movie was made. So, yeah, it's an older movie. Um, I was going to be like, no, it's not that old. When, yeah. But... I graduated in 07, That's so what to I was me it's not old. I was like, it's not too old. Um, so anyways. But yeah, so it's based off of that. It's a pretty good movie. Um, it doesn't necessarily, like, there's differences between the movie and this. Um, there are some similarities, but of course this happens over the course of, like, years, basically. So they had to, like, condense it down. So let's get started. Annalise Mitchell was born September 21st 1952 in Germany so this takes place in Germany and obviously the one the um exorcism Emily Rose it takes place in I don't know somewhere in America um but this is this happened in Germany her mother Anne her mother's name is Anne and her father's name is Joseph they raised their family as devout Catholics a few years before Anna 
um, Annalise was born, her mother had a baby out of wedlock in 1948, and her name was Martha. Because of this, when her mother and father got married, they were forced, her mother was forced to actually, like, wear a black dress and, like, you know, it was kind of, you know, having a baby out of wedlock, especially in the Catholic, like, a big Catholic home is, like, a no-no for sure. Mm. Um, so they were kind of shunned a little bit from their family for that reason, but unfortunately, Martha, who was the oldest, um, and then it was Annalise, but Martha died at eight, so Annalise was left to be the oldest child. She was the oldest, um, she had other younger sisters, but she was the oldest one. Her childhood church started moving away from Catholic traditions and Catholic practices as she got into her teens and stuff like that. So they kind of just stopped with, um, like communion, how they would take communion. They wouldn't walk up there anymore and the priest wouldn't give it to them. They would just all sit in the chair and give it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a kind of, there was other things that was changing. It was just becoming more modernized like it is today. Um, but she, Annalise, did not like that. She liked the traditional Catholic traditions and so she actually moved to a different church that was still doing those things and she would go there while her family went to the other church she was a very devout catholic even at a young age annalise was a sensitive girl and very loving towards others she even at one point they said that um when she was like a teenager she found out that people were homeless and she would atone for their sins basically like Mm -hmm. she would um like if she if she knew that somebody was homeless and sleeping on the street she would sleep on her floor on the hard floor because she wanted to atone and go through what they were going through she was that type of person oh that's so sweet yeah um she did however start having problems when she was about 16 she started blacking out during school and having seizures she would have other things too there was a whole slew of things that she pretty much got diagnosed with after this her parents took her to the doctor um to a neurologist and they diagnosed her with frontal lobe epilepsy which can lead to muscle spasms hallucinations um she also was diagnosed with another seizure disorder so she had two different ones and so this is kind of why this case is so widely debated because a lot of people think that she just suffered from mental illness and seizures and And that's why part mm -hmm. And that's why she would flail about on the ground and all this other stuff. But there's more to it than that. And we'll, you'll, you'll see. Um, in 1970, she was hospitalized for uh, TB, tuberculosis, pneumonia, and tonsillitis all at the same time. Which is insane to me that she made it through that. She took anti-convulsive drugs um, for her seizures during this time. And that... It And she would say that it really wasn't working. And one day she, when she was in the hospital for treatment for her TB um, and the other stuff that she had, she started seeing people's faces with, like, a devil face on their face. Which, that's in the movie as well, but she's at college. But whatever. She um, starts hallucinating, like, people having these, like, like, they would look at her and they would have, like, these faces that kind of looked like demons Mm. um and even like one time she was praying at a church and or she was somewhere and um the people that were praying around her were like 
like gnashing their teeth like you know like like um like biting on their teeth constantly and grinding grinding their teeth and they just looked like demons so what's weird to me during all this is like every hallucination she has though has to deal with demons now some people could say that's because she was very devout catholic and that was what she was around a lot and she eventually started believing that she was possessed but I don't know it's just really strange to me like why wouldn't she hallucinate other things you know yeah that's like axe murder or something i don't know <laughs> but yeah. you know I, I just don't know um so she started praying and she said that she thought that she this was a warning sign that something bad was going to happen over the next five years annalise would continue to take her medication for different seizures and different disorders and nothing seemed to help it only would get worse Over time, she was getting depressed. Um, She decided that she would just turn more into her prayers and into God for help. While praying one day, um, that was when she saw the demons on the people's faces. And she also would smell like a foul-smelling odor, almost like um, burning, like rotted flesh. Nobody else would smell it around her, though. Hmm. Um, one day when she was praying, she said that she had a vision that she was visited by the Virgin Mary. This is in the movie as well, but it's kind of towards the end. Um, Mary told her, the Virgin Mary told her that, um, she was going to be a victim soul and to atone for the priest and the youth that were moving away from the Catholic tradition of practice. So, meaning like they're not doing the... Traditional the traditional way, way and yeah. she's going to atone she's going to be the for one that sins. can atone for their sins hmm. mary then told her that she would be possessed by demons multiple demons to provide the world proof that satan existed and that they were not just uh like a metaphor because at the time a lot of catholic priests were also kind of just using demons as like a metaphor not that they ever were real or they could ever come here and possess us but they're just you know they're in hell they're like like for what for our sins or yeah okay Mm -hmm. okay um she could know so she she told her that she was like if you agreed like in the vision Mm -hmm. virgin mary said all this and she said that she would agree to it and she told the virgin mary that she would do it she would after this she could no longer look at pictures of christ or crucifixes um without her eyes burning her family church community and even um she also like like friends and everything like that even believed that she was possessed they went to church and tried to get permission to get an exorcism but the priests there wanted her to continue her psychiatric medication and they didn't want to do the exorcism because they thought that she had an hallucination disorder Hmm. catholic like i i don't understand why and i've heard somebody talk about this before they didn't they they were like i don't understand why the catholic community wouldn't do exorcisms no matter what and i'm kind of the same way because like well there's a certain there's a case i really want to talk about one day um going through that there's a lot that the catholic church have to do and there's the reason is because this case where this guy thought he was possessed Mm -hmm. 
um, but he was not possessed. He just had mental, like, Issues, he was not okay. Yeah. Um, the whole process of the getting the demons out made him believe that he was, like, he did have demons in him. And he never did. And because of that, he was, like, kind of brainwashed. And so he um, murdered, I think he murdered his wife? I don't remember. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So basically, so because of that, what you're saying is like, if someone yeah. has a mental disorder, the Catholic can, Church really needs to, you know, and also lawsuits. Yeah. Like if they get physically hurt or something, or it can brainwash somebody if they if they're really especially aren't. if they already have a mental disorder. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. I gu- I guess I get that. Plus, if and they already know she has a mental disorder, so they're like, mm, it's probably not demons. Yeah. So it's not. She has that. she has some sort of seizure problem and hallucinations and all yeah. this. So, yeah, I, I get that. But, um, uh, so anyways, so they didn't believe that she needed an exorcism at that moment is what, is what it boiled down to. Yeah. Despite all the things going on, though, in her life, she did graduate from high school, and then she started at a university where she wanted to become a teacher because her parents, um, everybody kind of thought that she had a really good, like, nag for being a teacher because she was so just loving and, um, you know, just super nice person and all that. So everybody was around her was like, you, need, you should be a teacher. So that's what she went to school for, um, or went to college for. She mostly kept to herself at college, and um, she kind of wasn't very social. She continued to take treatments, but nothing seemed to help. Her health uh, got worse while she was in college. She would barely eat. She would be seen kneeling and praying every day. And a lot of people would say that she was, like, doing, like, 400 kneels a day, Mm. praying on her knees. Um... And there was some other stuff that started to happen. She would scream in her dorm room. And, um, like, sometimes she would have, like, hallucinations while she was in class. So, eventually, she started living with back with her parents. When she moved back in with her parents, that was when things even got worse. She, her parents would walk into her room. And this is a scene in one of the, in the movie as well. But her parents would walk back into the room and they would see her eating spiders and flies and coal. I don't know what the coal was about, but she would also scream all hours of the day. And she stayed under tables, barking like a dog. Sometimes she would pee on the floor and lick up the urine. She would also pee in her underwear and then chew on the soaked urine underwear, like chew Mm -hmm. on it. Um, she became more aggressive as time went on. She would rip off her clothes, saying that she was burning. Her skin was on fire. During an episode, she even bit off the head of a dead bird one time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is pretty bad. And I I don't understand why they didn't put her in a mental institution. They do yeah. eventually, but it takes some time to do that. And she doesn't stay in long, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Um... So, in the fall of 1973, she started taking new medication. Uh, Tegretol is what it was called. Because she tried all these different medications and nothing seemed to be working for her seizures. And she was still having these fits, so nobody really knew what was going on. But once again, nothing, like, didn't, this Tegretol didn't really seem to work. She had been on, um so many different medications but she actually was also diagnosed with schizophrenia so they did diagnose her with that but that doesn't always 
caused these things and the medication that she was on should have helped somewhat because this is 1970 I mean by this time there had been quite a number of schizophrenic people we we knew what it was by that time I'm not sure in Germany but here in America we did so there was medications to help with that you know um because hell I mean in 1970s we had serial killers that were diagnosed with schizophrenia so I mean we knew that what it was and how to help it um she continued to follow the advice of her doctors though for a long time she and her family everybody told her that she should so father alt finally decided to see annalise he was with the priest that did want the exorcism one of the priests he spent a lot of sessions with her and he believed that she was possessed even though he never saw her have like an episode like this he still believed mm-hmm. that she was possessed so he tried in 1974 to get um, her an exorcism, and the bishop said no. And there was a bunch of back and forth about that. And she also was, I mean, she also had a boyfriend. His name was Peter. I wanted to throw that in there. Um, they weren't very sexual, but he did say that he saw a lot of her, um, or they weren't sexual at all, but he said that he did see a lot of her um, episodes. Mm. What is that sound? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. What was a long pause? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, that sounded like an... It sounded like somebody banging on the yeah. wall outside. That was... Sorry, that was creepy. That was creepy yeah. as fuck. That's why I looked at you like that. I was like, uh, about to piss myself. Okay, uh, anyway. Okay, we're back. Sorry, we took like a small little break because I... We still didn't know what... Still don't know what that was, but that was that really was weird. That was really weird. Okay. Um. Uh, anyways, okay. So where was I? Uh, the bishop, however, wanted to do the exorcism. Um. Finally, agreed to do the exorcism. Finally, in 1975 is when he agreed, but he wanted to do it in secret. He didn't want anyone to know, and nobody could say anything. Um. Because obviously, I guess maybe since he thought it was mental illness, if something went wrong. You know, nobody needed to know. But there are recordings of this exorcism because they had a recording in there so that way they could send it to the Vatican because they always do that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't for anybody else. However, you can find these recordings on YouTube if you so want to. Um, so, Father Alt and another priest named... Enns? Aaron's Father Enns? I don't know. I'll, I don't have his name written down right here, but I'll get there in a minute. Um, so, anyways, they were the ones that did it. In, ni- in the fall of 1975 was when they did the first exorcism. So, obviously, the exorcism was she was, you know, strapped down to the bed or she was held down to the bed. Um, it's your normal, typical stuff that you hear about in exorcisms. You know, she was thrashing about. She was, you know, moaning and... Um, at this time, they had not spoken with any of the demons, and there wasn't any sort of. Um, Isn't there like stages? Yeah, I mean, there's different stages I can't of remember. possession. Is there like seven? But there's not. Well, there's different stages remember. of possession. There's not necessarily different stages of exorcism, but it's not like in the movies. So most of the time in the movies where we see they exorcise, they'll do like one or two exorcisms at the most. I mean, the exorcist yeah. I think has maybe they do like three on her. Um, but most of the time, in real life, when they do exorcisms, it takes, it's, a lot. takes a lot. 
This is a bit excessive though, so, but over the next 10 months, so almost a full year, she would endure 67 exorcisms, and that's how many were performed on her. Each exorcism lasted at least an hour long. Mm -hmm. One of them lasted four hours long. Um, Though at some point during this time, her parents and her, really, um, decided that she should stop taking her medication. She was also malnourished because she stopped eating. She also broke her knees from praying so much. Um, She was, you know, on her knees all the time praying. Um, She still believed that her purpose was to atone for the sins, like the Virgin Mary told her. Um, And like I said, there's tapes of this. Most of the tapes in the recording, you can hear her, um, you know, in a deep guttural guttural voice um saying different things and she's speaking sometimes in a different language but it's pretty it's pretty rough like you can you can hear i don't know it, you we listened to it today yeah i it's, listened it's to some crazy. of it the pro- the po- the police the police the priest believed there were multiple demons in her and that she had probably been possessed by demons for years. He also thought that she was, well, he didn't think it, they spoke to him. The demons that spoke to him or the people that possessed her was Cain, like Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Um, also Judas was one of them. She also said that Hitler was one. There was a priest that she mentioned that was condemned from the Catholic Church, like long time ago like in the 18 17 whatever hundreds because mm-hmm. he wasn't really practicing his beliefs correctly and she knew his name and she knew what he had done which was weird because he wasn't really in any of like the catholic textbooks or anything nobody mm-hmm. like it wasn't something that people really talked about That's interesting. the only way she would have known that i guess would have been if she was I mean, she was really devout into into her catholic beliefs but why would she go through like the library looking at like, I don't know how she would... They don't really know how she would have found out his name. And she, like, said his full name. Hmm. And everything. So, that was something that was really weird for them. They also said at some point that even Lucifer himself seemed to talk through her. Um, there are hours of these recordings, like I said, and you can go find them. Annalise believed that the Catholic Church becoming modern, like modernized was wrong and what's crazy like I said before what's crazy is this is where people have a problem because at some point the demons start saying like how the catholic church needs to go back to their traditions and stuff like that Mm. and so people are kind of like why would demons care yeah like why 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 would would they they, about people going back and being good like they they just want people to go to hell and, and suffer yeah. because they, they they need more people in hell like that's what we've always been told um so you know why would that be something that they would bring up but I it sounds like she's like just saying all this to get the church back to where it was but also kind of but also she's i mean she's, yeah she's literally she, so weak like how yeah. could you make yourself i don't know do all this yeah so people know. who attended the exorcism besides the the fathers, um, the priest and all that said that there was a very heavy presence in the house because all this was done in her house, her parents' house. Um, there are also photos of her. You can see them online and we'll post some up 
obviously, but she has black eyes basically because her the, they're just so bruised. Broken teeth. Her body was um, deteriorating as time went on, and you can we'll post some pictures of like what she looked like. We'll we'll post them on our Instagram of what she looked like right Before when it started, and, and then after, and then during, and then after when she passed away. Um, even when she was so weak and barely able to eat and drink, though, she was still had enough strength to keep the men off of her during the exorcisms and, like, push them off of her. And they had to hold her, took several men to hold her down and stuff like that. So, that's something that's kind of crazy. Um, so, even during all this, though, she said that she was going to starve to death and die because she was, because it was something that was meant to happen. She was also not taking her medication at the time, like I said, and she was basically making herself out to be like a martyr, like that she was going to die for other sins. Um, Not that that's what she said, but that's what was going to happen eventually if people believed her, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally, the priest expelled some of the demons in one of the exorcisms, and she actually like vomited them up, and this happens a lot if you watch exorcism videos and different exorcisms there's always like a bucket um by them and they do vomit um there's some on youtube you can see as well i know that yeah and this is when the demons um leave their body but however one of the demons that stuck around was judas because he kept communicating with the priest in may her parents took her finally to a psychiatric hospital but she was only there for a week um they took her there because she wouldn't eat and they thought maybe they could help her, but she screamed and yelled the whole time, and they finally just brought her back home. When she got back home, she started hurting herself, and things pretty much got even worse. There were still some demons in her body, and the exorcisms at this point had stopped working. Annalise had said that in July, she would be released of these demons, and her parents kept thinking, okay, well... We don't know what's going to happen, but maybe when July gets here, like, everything will be okay. Because she keeps saying the whole time, like, I just have to make it to July. I just July 1st is when I have to make it because that's when this will be all over with. Like, they are only hmm. going to stick around for so many months. Which okay. some some people that have been possessed have said that before. Like, if they, if they could come to, you know, they'll say... They have to keep going until a certain date. Until a certain date or oh, a certain, you know, time or whatever. Yeah. So, um, June 30th, Father Alt came to see her and he talked to her. And then he knew that she was still possessed, but she seemed to be in some sort of good spirits for how she felt. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still looked really bad. Unfortunately, that night... And it had already turned to July 1st, 1976. She died in her sleep. Wow. Of starvation, malnourishment, and dehydration. So, she got this date right, but... Like, yeah, that's what's crazy. Like, she wow. died June, July 1st, that's like, that crazy, night yeah. when it turned July 1st. Um, when she died, she was 23, and she weighed 68 pounds. Um, yeah. So... Interesting enough, she was not getting help by the exorcism or the medication. I mean, you know, neither one of them helped her. She never got 
you know, the exorcism didn't cure and the medication didn't cure, so it's kind of Did the church crazy. hear about this also? What? Or do you know? The, it did the new church, like the church that changed their ways. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if everybody, well, probably not because it was kept secret, so not very many people knew what was going on with her. Um, because hmm. I was wondering if they felt guilty or anything, or yeah. if they did change their ways. So, just like in the movie, though, they also believed that the medication was kind of keeping her demons trapped inside of her. Like, she was kept in this altered state by the meds. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah, and they said that in the movie as well, but there's no, like, in real life, there's no proof to prove that those meds were keeping her. So, essentially, what, basically what happens is, when you're possessed, you're mind is able to go somewhere else so your body doesn't go through the pain so Mm -hmm. your body doesn't feel the pain and doesn't feel what's going on Mm -hmm. but they were saying that the drugs were keeping her mind in a state where she could feel everything and that's why she was so you know malnourished and she couldn't eat and every time she ate she felt like she was going to throw up and um she was just all this other stuff so father alt and father Renz. after she died she um had marks on her hands and feet like stigmata and that's when they said that um that was proof that she had fulfilled her destiny and made it to heaven and oh. she was able to you know after her death there was an investigation done to see if she would have been better off in a hospital or instead stay home and go through the sexism. It was determined that yes, she should have went to the hospital as long as it took and stayed there as long as it took for her to get better. The priest and her parents were also charged with neglectful homicide. Mm. And that's right, that's even what happens in the movie, except for it's just the priest, it's not the parents but in this real life one her parents and the priest were charged with that they stood trial on march 30th 1978 and it was um it got a lot of media coverage in germany but the catholic church paid for the priest's trial and the parents got a really like prominent lawyer in germany at the time the recordings were played in the trial as well they also had doctors to prove that she should have stayed on her medication and you know, she should have got the help that she needed, and that's why she died, because she was very mentally sick and ill. Um, so, in the end, they were all found guilty, and they were sentenced to six months in jail. However, their sentence got overturned into three years of probation. Hmm. So, they didn't go, they didn't spend any time in jail, they just had to spend time on probation. June 6, 19, oh, sorry, June 6, 2013... So not too long ago, the home of Annalise caught fire, and some people in the community said that it caught fire because there was always evil presences lurking in the house. They could just feel and sense it. People still to this day visit her grave, though, and she's basically become a martyr for these people because they pray at her grave, and they ask, they give her gifts and things like that. So, yeah, that is the story of Annalise Mitchell. Um, it's a pretty crazy one. Yeah. She seems like a very nice girl. That's yeah. So I don't sad. know if, I, I, don't, I don't know. I won't ever say that someone wasn't possessed, um, because that's not for me to know or decide or whatever, but 
the thing about the demons wanting to the church to go back to their traditional ways was a little weird but um even if she wasn't possessed let's just say she wasn't her parents did her an injustice by Mm -hmm. feeding into her psychosis I guess you could say and um you know she was such a sweet person that she and so devout as a as a catholic and in her faith that she wanted to do these things for humanity and atone and you know and if that's if she really was doing that because she was mentally ill it's sad that she never got the help that she needed um but at the same time if she was doing those things because she really was possessed you know that's crazy too so um what do you guys think if you've seen the movie and if you've watched any document there's also another movie um I think it was made in 2011 or something like that, but I haven't seen it. Um, I tried to find a documentary because most of the stuff that I found was just different stuff on YouTube or it was, you know, um, reading stuff and things like that. And So I don't, I mean, I, I wanted to watch, and then of course I watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I watched it before, but I could not remember that movie to save my life. Um, so I watched it again. It's a really good movie though. I mean, I didn't think it was that good. A long time ago but I was also like a teenager and I was just like yeah this is boring so yeah. you know but now that I watched it as an adult I'm like oh okay yeah that's pretty good um so anyways yeah do let us know what you guys think about this case um because technically it is a case and also an exorcism rolled into one because if you believe that she was neglected then technically it was homicide um so yeah and we will be back next week hopefully on christmas eve um hopefully we'll have one for you guys i don't know what we're gonna do maybe we'll try to do some there's not really much christmas there's not really much christmas stuff out there um we've already done krampus and all that other stuff but um we'll think about it we'll think about it so if there's anything that you guys would like to hear, just let us know. Aliens, monsters, whatever. We've done a lot of true crime lately, so we're trying to do some different stuff. Um, and don't forget to like and subscribe. We're almost to 100 subscribers. I think we're at 92? Question yeah. mark? 93? No, it might be more than that. I think it's 94. It's almost there. We want to get to 100 before <laughs> the new year. Yeah. That's our New Year's revolution. Our New Year's re- Our New Year's resolution is 100 subscribers. Um, it's 92. So, yeah. We want to get to 100 before the New Year. So, help us do that. Go subscribe. Even if you don't watch us on YouTube, just go subscribe. It's fine. <laughs> just, just hit it. Uh, we'll eventually have our faces up there. So, then you'll be able to see us. Yes. Um, and go like us on, or go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, trying to think if there's anything else can't really think of anything so we will see you guys next time if we don't see you have a merry christmas but hopefully we'll hopefully we'll have some episodes out there for you but we'll see you guys later bye